Good afternoon, this is Father Toby in London, and today we keep the memorial of St. Albert the Great, the patron saint of scientists and the teacher of St. Thomas Aquinas. And the gospel today is from Luke chapter 19. In fact, we had it a couple of Sundays ago. At that time, Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was. But he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they all saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. The Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. Now this gospel today, although uh, not specific to the memorial of St. Albert the Great, um, seems uh, a pretty good uh, starting point for talking about him, because it has Zacchaeus climbing a sycamore tree, and St. Albert the Great being um, as he was, I think if he had been the one climbing the tree, he would have given us not only a beautiful and brilliant description of Jesus, but he would have described the tree whilst he was up there too. Because St. Albert the Great was a man who was interested in everything. It's said of him, in fact, that he was the uh, the last man in history to have lit, to have read every book um, that was in, uh, available or sort of published at the at the time. Um, he had a sort of a voracious appetite for knowledge, and he was fascinated by everything. I remember during my novitiate in the Dominicans in Cambridge. Uh, reading uh, some of his writings and uh, reading his his description of a squirrel and it was absolutely fantastic and you you could have read it and not known that it was a, a squirrel that he was describing and it would have it would have been recognizable for, to you from the description instantly that this was in fact um, a squirrel and I thought of uh, uh, Saint, Saint Albert um, in the context of a, an advert that I saw when I walked past a, a card shop the other day, um, and the sign outside the, the card, sh card shop said, kids, don't grow up, it's a trap. Um, and it made me laugh a lot, and, uh, and, and I thought, gosh, sadly, there's something true in what they're what they're trying to to say in that in a in a certain extent. Um, and it also made me think of uh, one of my favourite programs when I was a kid growing up, which was called The Wonder Years. And I think part of what we're supposed to do when we when we're called to be childlike and part of the sadness of of growing up in uh, for so many people is that we lose our sense of wonder that what used to be full of delight now becomes 
humdrum. Um, think particularly, you know, this time of, of year at autumn, if you allowed a young child to walk along the, the street or through the park at their own pace, think how long it would inspect, it would take them as they started to inspect every leaf to dwell at this puddle, to wonder at this particular bird that they've seen, whereas sort of adults in a very determined way sort of walk on not really noticing what was uh, around them because they're very busy, very important and have uh, something very, uh, very pressing to get to right now. And they don't have time to stop and wonder. Um, and to be wondrous is to, to enter more fully into the, into the gift of God, to recognize the glory of the creator, not just in, in me or in the other people around me, uh, not just in the fact that I, I'm made in his image and likeness, that I've been given an immortal soul, which is, which is wondrous in and of itself, but to see the glory of God, the world sort of enchanted, full of splendor all around me. And that's one of the great things about uh, sort of science fiction or sort of fairy tales or or fantasy, um, I've been sort of getting into C.S. Lewis again recently, that they help us to, to see our world afresh. By having us imagine other worlds, they make us see quite sort of how fantastical the world that we live in is. So I just uh, suggest to you today that, um, that at some point you sort of step outside or, or you just stop what you're doing for a moment and just marvel at your surroundings, be it to, to look at a, at a bookcase and to, to see how beautifully made it is, or to think of the, the, the wonder and everything that goes into, into making a book, to, to stop and look at some tree that you see every day and to recognize it, its majesty and quite how remarkable it is that that tree came out of n almost nothing that that tree was a, a seed once upon a time, and now it's tall and mighty, that that tree will lose all its leaves, and yet, please God, in... How, how far away are we now? Maybe about four, four months' time, uh, might have them all back once more again, bright, vivid, and green. To wonder at the glory of all creation is to come closer to God, our Creator.